The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. First up is announce where you're at. Ah. <laughs> One day I'm going to get this all down, right? And then it'll be gone. Hopefully not. Well, this is um, Kelly Garrett, and I am calling from Oakland County, Lathrop Village, Michigan, or I am at, in. That's where I'm at. Bruce Cantor in Lathrop Village, Oakland County, Michigan. Ian Ferguson, Lathrop Village, Oakland County. Now may I say insufficiencies <laughs> of referendum petitions. <laughs> yes, do it. I did it. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. As as you recall, um, we had the council had issued the notice of intent to issue the and sell the 5.38 million in general obligation limited tax bonds. That was for the infrastructure projects. And according to Public Act 34-2001, voters have 45 days after the publication of the notice of intent to file a referendum petition with the signatures of not less than 10% of the registered voters. This would then require the vote of the majority of voters to issue the bonds. As of February 22nd of this year, 202 signatures were received by the city clerk. This did not meet the minimal, minimal threshold of 392 signatures. And there was also a legal opinion from the city's bond attorney, Patrick McGow, that the form of the referendum petitions does not meet the requirements of Michigan law for a referendum petition under Act 34, Act 279, and Act 116. So you have within your packet a copy of his legal opinion as well as the certification of non-sufficiency, insufficiency of referendum petition back from the clerk. Thank you. Any comments on that? Any questions? Okay. Sidewalk ordinance uh, amendment. So this, uh, I can talk about this one. This okay. came about as part of um, the, well, part of our discussion about the SAD, possible SAD for replacement uh, of the sidewalks. And it, it's a lot, it's a much easier process to do it this way with uh, direct billing versus a special assessment. So in order to do that, there were a couple minor modifications that needed to be made to our ordinance that uh, to allow for that. So that's what this is. Um, it just uh, allows us to, to do the work and then directly bill it. And if it's not done, or if it's, I'm sorry, if the bill is not paid, then, then it would go on the special assessment rule that uh, we do at the beginning of every year for things such as unpaid water bills or uh, grass cutting or other nuisance type abatement uh, activities that the city may take. Got it. Thank you. Um, I had a, a quick brain uh, snafu with that one, and um, ruined my Friday night. 
if I can ruin your Friday night over my sidewalk program, I need you to get a, a better Friday night. So that's how that's how much that's how much effect you have on me. <laughs> man oh man. Oh my goodness, yes. I was a little confused. So now I need to explain it a little bit since you made it sound horrible. Um I was confused and I'll just leave it at that. Now <laughs> the sidewalk program is um, put in place for the safety of everyone, um, not just because we up and decided it would be a good thing to add on to our already um, activities that we're doing. I'm really excited. I know this sounds crazy. I'm not looking forward to my bills going up at all, but I'm really excited about the streets being done the you know water sewage and the sidewalks i know that sounds crazy but i just have to say that i, I am um, excited to see that we're moving forward and, and getting our city under uh, control and getting it repaired so i know a lot of people are not happy about it i can tell you i have to do some adjustment to my own budget but i am excited about it but sorry i digress does anyone else have any questions or concerns about it now, just the one the one comment I'd make, Susie and I talked about this earlier today. The uh, in the the information with the, uh, the the outline with the side um, regarding the sidewalk replacement, the outline that's there, and then the letter that went out. It does it does mention a public hearing, but the public hearing isn't going to happen because we won't be doing it via a special assessment. We'll be doing it via direct billing. Okay, but obviously we'll. You know, we'll follow up with, you know, not video, but publication stating other than this that we're going to be doing that, right? Yeah, there's, there's a letter, there's a letter going out. It hasn't gone out yet, but it's going out this week, right, Susie? It's supposed to go out on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Are you yes. a letter that is, that's a part of this already? Because wasn't there a letter in the packet? Yeah, that's the yeah. letter. Yeah. Um, it's the heads up letter, right? Yeah. Telling telling residents south of 696 and then the business district that, hey, this is coming and yeah. you should expect this. Right? You guys could always target your public hearing for for all this ordinance adjustment yeah. for that day. So then it wouldn't be wrong. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Only recommend that we cover all bases when it comes to communication. Yeah, they'll get a second letter once we've gone out to you know and, and mark the sidewalks that need fixing or replacing they will get a second letter saying hey we've identified your 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 property is needing you know so many flags replaced and this is what we estimate your cost to be blah, 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 blah. so they'll get more details are we going to be ready with the criteria for which we're going to replace someone's yeah. sidewalk we're going to do all that okay I'm just asking the devil's advocate questions because I don't yeah. want it to be like we didn't get informed, so I want to make sure we cover it. Right, and that's that's also part of the ordinance that we're approving tonight is was to make it a little bit more specific in terms of uh, what can you know be addressed. Um, and then we've got we've got a very specific again in the in the letter. I think it's it's in the packet. There's a, a chart describing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different criteria. Uh, and seven different conditions that your sidewalk can be that a sidewalk can be cited from yep. for, for. But the big the biggest thing I think we need to talk about tonight is as the studies the study session is 
you know, the one issue that we have as part of the sidewalk program is, and, and everybody's aware of it, is that a lot of the, the flags that need to be replaced um, are due to city trees. Yeah, and I agree. As part of as part of um, replacing, we have to grind down those roots, which costs roughly about a hundred dollars uh, per root grind. And the issue that we have is um, whether or not we, as a city, want to take on that cost. And personally, you know, I'm I'm in favor of us taking on that cost as a city. Um, the the uneasy part is we don't know exactly what that cost will be. Um, right. I think Cheryl and I were talking, you know, a, a good est estimation is probably about $30,000 a year for the, for each, each year. If we figure we're doing about, you know, I, I, I the way that I kind of came up with that estimate was just looking at what Ferndale, uh, yeah. you know, what they did. Um, and they replaced as part of their program. I think last year it was 300 flags. So, yeah. you know, if we do 300 flags and, and, you know, a large portion of those flags are due to trees, then we would be picking up a hundred dollars per, per flag, you know, just it, technically it's the, it's the city's response. I'm sorry. It's the resident's responsibility for replacing that flag and, you know, the, and repairing the condition that caused it, even though it's a city tree. Um, but, you know, just given how much we've burdened the residents, I think it would be a uh, again, this is my opinion, um, and this, this is what we need to talk about. But um, you know, it, with how much we've been burdening them between the roads and the uh, capital improvement bond and the sidewalks, I, it, it'd be nice if we could at least do this for the residents. Um, you know, to shave the roots down so that they didn't have to pick up that cost. They'd still have to pick up the cost of replacing that flag, but we would at least pay for the the shaving. So I don't know how other people feel about that, but well, it depends on the criteria. I mean. I mean, obviously, if you have a, a sidewalk that's heaved up so severely because of a tree, then yes, that would we would have to grind that. But we need to establish a criteria before we actually decide, right? So I think you guys are going to be working on that. But well, the, 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 let, let me interrupt you for a second. The criteria is, is whether or not the sidewalk is heaved because of the root. I mean, it's a pretty simple criterion. Right. It, no, but what it I'm, wouldn't apply to other things like you know if if the, if it was heaving because of one of their own trees or if it was, you know, uh, heaving from freeze thaw and there was no tree under there, it would be just the situations where it's, you know, our city tree that caused the issue. Okay, so the criteria is once it's heaved by a tree, you would definitely grind the tree still, even no matter how severe it is. I don't think it said grind the tree in the um, in the package. It was saying grind the roots of it. I guess right, right, grind the, the right, grind the root. That's sorry, my mistake. Grind the root. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, so, so no matter how severe, right, you would still grind the root. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So that so that so that the replacement sidewalk would be level with the others and and you know I mean, oh yeah, you said don't mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking the same talk. That was my mistake. Yeah. Um just just one uh passing comment and I, this is just open discussion. I'm not saying that I agree with you know the statement that we've burdened the residents, but do you believe that that was a burden for us to say, hey, these are the things that need to be done and it has to be done. So it, do you think that was a burden for us to kind of say that? Or do I, you know, I, 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 I think we're getting into semantics here. I mean, yeah. the, 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 you know, uh, my, my point is, is we put a lot of a lot of costs and okay. we burden the residents. I think these are costs that they're gotcha. responsible for as a responsible citizen and participant yep. you know, person in our community. But yeah. 
with that in mind, if there was a way that we could, you know, help them out a little bit by at right. least taking a little bit of off their plate, you know, because of something that is technically our tree causing the damage. Right, right, it. right. I was so. trying to help you walk that back because I don't want anyone to misquote you by saying you burned the residence. So, yeah. okay, thanks. If the quote was, was, um, Correct. I think it was just being um, it was being conscious of the fact that we understand right um, that there's a lot that's going on right now, and I don't want anyone to think that we're not conscious that we have put a lot on everyone's plate right now. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think that that was uh, accurate, and, I, and sometimes I think I hear people thinking that we don't live here and we're kind of like just yeah yeah doing whatever. So I get it. Yeah. David, you've technically moved on to the next item, the sidewalk yep. replacement program. So yep. as, as, as has already been mentioned, the, um, the plan for this year one is the Southfield corridor, the commercial cor corridor from Lincoln to 12 mile and then the residential area, both east and south of Southfield Road, but below the 11 mile I-696 um, pathway, I guess. So the question that we have um, that we need some direction from council is relative to the sidewalks that have been lifted because of tree roots. And we have a general um, indication that the cost to shave those is about $100 each. And I think Scott Ringler is, is online as well. And does, although the, the tree root um, modification as well as the sidewalk is technically the responsibility of the resident, but did council for this program want to assume that cost for the tree shaving, do 50-50 or have it all go to the um, to that property owner? So we just need some direction from council on that. Well, I think that it was uh, Mayor Pro Tim's uh, suggestion um, to take on that um, cost for the city to take on the cost for the trees. I know that that's kind of, um, it's scary within itself because you don't know <laughs> what the yeah. amount is going to be. Right. But that was, um, <clears throat> yeah. I, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> so when you go to the regular council. I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not interrupting you. I'm agreeing with you. Go ahead. No, yeah, if you were going to get in there, I was going to close my mouth. That's all. That's no, right. I was just saying, I hate to write, I hate to have a blank check to know yeah. what th that cost is. I don't want a blank check. I, I want to know what that number is before I agree to anything. Well, we're going to have to do a more detailed survey of the sidewalk areas that are impacted anyway. And as part of that, we can start trying to get a count of the trees and the yeah. locations where that's going to be an issue and we'll have a firmer number. Um, but for when you go into the, the regular session as part of the program, that intention needs to be inserted. Right. Whether it's going to be assumed by council or not, by the yep. city or not. Makes sense. Scott Baker, um, the since we're not doing this, I'm, I'm just thinking of the genesis of this whole conversation from when it first started. Uh, we were under the assumption that we were going to be doing a special assessment. So if we're not doing a special assessment, can we can we make this, you know, can can we say that our intention is to pick up the cost for the for the for the root grinding? Um, 
contingent upon what we find as we get into the, you know, over the next few weeks as we get into the, the, the detailed assessment of the individual sidewalks, or is that something that, that absolutely has to be decided today? I think, I mean, I don't think it there absolutely has to be decided today, but I would, I mean, once, I think once the decision's made, I, I, I get where you're going with it. If, if the city gets into it and they say, okay, we're going to cover it, and then it turns out to be more than anticipated rolling back from that, I, I would recommend <laughs> against doing that. I think if, if the, you know, I don't know the best way to put it. I guess if the decision's made to move forward and cover the costs and that that should be what should be done. Right. But what what I mean, what what what's to stop us from waiting a month to make this decision? I don't when think there's have... a, there is no timetable on it now uh, because because we're not going to be putting it in. We're not building the SAD pro, the total project cost yet. So. Right. I, I think that was my point was yeah. that when we made when we originally said, well, we need to find this out by March 15th we were under the assumption that we were going to be doing a public hearing and a special assessment. But since we're not doing that, if we just wait till next month to make the decision, you can wait till you have more information on, you know, a better cost estimate to make that decision too. Will that work for you, Cheryl? Yes. Um, but we won't be able to respond to residents. We'll have to let them know that the total cost will be made available in April or later. So that's okay. Yeah, because we weren't going to get the final letters out to them till the end of May anyways, right? Yes. Yeah, so if it takes us a month or six weeks or whatever to get, the, when, when are they When are they doing the, uh, I know it's probably in there, but I, you probably know off the top of your head, when are they doing the final walkthroughs to determine the deficiencies? That should start very soon. I know um, Rami was out there initially but we hadn't um, finalized what the the form is going to be, but I think we're pretty much on board with what that's going to look like. Okay. So it'd probably be so it'd probably be close to by next meeting. We we would probably have enough information. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just one observation. So obviously, Mayor Pro Tem Cantor um, would like for us to go down that road, right? But let's just hypothetically think of a plan B. Let's just say we get a number back that we can't swallow. Can we have a plan B? Maybe, you know, we pick up half the cost or something like that. Because I, since this, you know, study session is being recorded, I don't want anyone to misinterpret what our intentions are by saying, hey, we're going to pay. And then we get a number back that may not work. And then we're stuck. So can we have a plan B in there? Well, that, I think that's the, I think that's the whole point is to wait and see what the what the magnitude is, and then we can have that conversation, you know. And if we yep. can't bite it off, and we can, then maybe we can say, all right, well, why don't we pay for half of it, or you know, or yeah. you know, if it's huge, you know, we might end up saying it has to be the residents the way that right. the ordinance right. states. So, yeah, that's the whole idea. Okay, all right, I'm agree with that. Thanks. We're done. Water meter and related projects. Hold on, I need to boosta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's start with the water meters. Um, as you know, we had um, ten tested um, to get some verification on if they're accurate or not. I I know I've heard 
from some of the residents that were involved and saw on Facebook that they were indicating that they weren't accurate. I have not yet received the official report from the SLC meter company um, to respond to that. But in the meantime, um, as even today, Pam and I had a, a, a conference call with the Ferguson company, which were the ones that um, installed and provided the water meters. And they were suggesting to even have another test case of some of those that were um, tested already to have another verification to make certain that what was discovered was accurate because they said it was highly unusual for meters to be running fast as they get aged, they tend to run slow. Right. So they wanted to make certain that was um, actually what was occurring. Also, they indicated that they could do an audit of our um, the billing system to make certain and verify that the information in the billing is accurate. Um, that was $1,200, but I think it was probably wise to go ahead with that just so that we can be certain that the information that we are using for our billing system is um, consistent with what those numbers should be. Yeah, uh, just full dis disclosure, <laughs> I do not own a water meter installation company, nor any of my relatives. If they're if they're not from Jamaica, they don't they don't belong to me. So I'm just making this disclaimer right now. I am not in the water meter business at all. So and then in the meantime, as we all pretty much are assuming, um, the meters are just becoming outdated and need to be replaced. And Susie and Scott Ringler are working on drafting the RFP for that. And as was mentioned previously, we would like the ones where you can have the remote reading, meeting, readings um, fed into City Hall so that the car, the vehicles don't have to drive around to pick up the, um, the readings for those. Yeah, and just, just a reminder that that was included, that was all included in the capital improvement bond issue. And then the lead service line replacement, we have identified the initial um, approximately 10 homes that have, do have the lead service and we um, know they need to be replaced. We'll be working with um, the subcontractor through SACWA to have that work done. And then in regards to the service line verification um, from the both sides of the stop box, we'll be working with Sunday um, building in regards to doing that work we were anticipating they were going to start even as soon as this week, but the recommendation from SACWA was to wait at least a week or two because they're expecting um, Eagle to come down with some specifications in terms of how you are supposed to make those identifications and if it has to be every residence or if a sample will suffice for their um, verification purposes. So we're hoping to get that information before the end of this month so that Sunday can get started with those verifications um, by the beginning of April. And I want to remind everyone to do their self um, survey of the water service line material that connects to their water meters. It's real easy. There's um, quick instructions that's available on the website and in this packet and it'll be in the your town that'll be going out in approximately a week or so. Uh, so to um, verify what the material is, so we'll all know if they have lead or galvanized um, materials connected to the water meter, which will require the replacement of the entire water line at the cost of the city, which is also included in the capital um, improvement bonds. 
So I have one thing on that, uh, Cheryl, um, that I noticed um, both in the discussion, of the, uh, in, the, in the documentation for the water meter, water related, as well as the contract that we're gonna approve later this evening with, with Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, it, it did state in a couple different places uh, about the stop boxes, mm -hmm. um, which, which is where you turn the water on and off and where the lines go in and out for people who don't know. Um, we had we had said as, as part of the project that we were going to replace and, and we budgeted for it um, that we were going to replace the stop boxes because most of those stop boxes are 50 to 75 years old and right. a lot of them don't work. And the one the verbiage that I saw in the contract and somewhere else was um, it, it said $75 per uh, to replace any broken stop boxes. Um, so it really shouldn't be the $75 for, for broken stop boxes. It should be $75 to replace the stop box because the assumption was that we were going to replace the stop boxes um, so that because, again, for people who don't know, we've got to dig a five-foot pit to do this verification right. in the front lawn. And as long as we're digging down that five-foot pit, it makes sense now to replace the stop boxes because they are old and outdated. Um, yep. So I just wanted to make sure we, it's a, it's a subtle distinction, but I want to make sure that we, Sunday is aware of the fact that we're planning on replacing all the stop boxes, um, not just ones that are broken. Okay. Right. Yeah, good, good point, Bruce. Yeah. Thank you. Um, anything else? Can we have an update from the infrastructure committee, if any? I don't really have anything um, other than the stuff we're talking about tonight with respect to that we just talked about with water and, and sidewalk. Um, everything's going as planned. Roads, you know, roads are starting hopefully around May 3rd. And as you know from the discussion already, we're already starting to work on the capital improvement stuff. So like you said earlier, it's exciting. Um, you know, we've, I think, I don't know the exact number, but uh, maybe Cheryl does, but I think we've had probably close to 10 water main breaks in the last Yep. last month it seems like every day I, I i get a notification telling us we have another water main break and so for residents who are watching this is you know while it's painful you know for all of us to have to pay a little bit more on our water bill this is exactly why we're doing that each of those water main breaks is an un unplanned you know two three four five thousand dollar expense um you know that that's money down the the drain so to speak a pun right. pun, pun sort of intended um so, you know, this is, this is why we're doing this and it's, you know, it's not sexy, but it's exciting to, you know, get yeah. this stuff done and get our city back to where it needs to be, so. Yeah. And as, what often happens and seems to be happening in this situation, I think it happened on Roseland as well, is when you have the break in one spot and you fix that and then just a few feet further down, you know, that also um, becomes compromised. But I also want to let you know when I send out those alerts in regards to the water meters, uh, I'm sorry, the water mains um, being um, under construction or reconstruction, that information is also shared with the South Hill Fire Department, EMS, and Police Department. Right. Yeah, Bruce, hey, good observation on that. And a lot of people don't realize you have zero control out there when you have a water main break because we have no gate valves to close off even though we do have gate valves, but they don't work. work. And so if anyone's fixed a, a, a plumbing leak in, in their lifetime knows how difficult it is to do it under control circumstances. Now we're outside, it's, it's not in control. We cannot control the water. And yeah, we're gonna have another break down the road, down the, the line, right? Down the pipeline. 
So that's that's the reason why we're on this adventure. We've got to take care of this. And it's painful for us because you guys may not agree with what we're doing, but we know we have to get this done for sure. And so relative to the bonds today, I gave the notice to proceed to Standard & Poor's. It felt a little bit like signing the mortgage. It's like, this is it. There's no turning back now. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, I agree. Got to get going. Yeah, I agreed. Um, what is next? The marijuana cannabis update. There wasn't a lot to update you on. The um, Planning Commission is still working on crafting that language. And I just wanted to remind everyone that our official response, because we get a lot of people calling all the time in regards to, you know, what are we doing and you know how can they get in the loop? And the, it is at this point in time with the opt-out ordinance still in place, there is no conversation to be had regarding these inquiries. If and when the ordinance are adopted, the primary contact will be the Economic and Community Development Director. Thank you. And then I shared information in regards to the um, first disbursement from the state for those municipalities that did have the recreational licenses. Thanks. Um, update for the Professional Auditing Services RFP. Yeah, so in my spare time, I've been working on the RFP for the audit. And um, the initial draft was shared with um, council members Ferguson and Celine. And I have a, um, a meeting this week, a conference call with Plant Moran, Pam and I, um, to work make certain that all the components of what they provide in terms of their services are incorporated into the RFP language. Yep. Okay, thank you. Um, any discussion around the agenda agenda items? This is just the, the last one that Cheryl just mentioned. So uh, Cheryl, um, you were comfortable with what we had highlighted there and recommended, right? You didn't you didn't see anything that just didn't fit with what we thought would work for us, right? No, no. Um, I didn't use the the community that you had suggested because there's just seemed so very cumbersome with right. it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I was it's a on the second page is like, I have to read this three times to figure out what the heck they were asking. Exactly. So I went to the city of Novi and I, I know their attorney. So I figured it had been properly vetted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I used theirs as the base um, for drafting this one. Oh, okay. That's good. Thanks. Okay, so any um, discussions for the agenda or council comments? Uh, I got one or two. Um, so just what in the in, in Susie's uh, in, in Susie's DDA report, um, one of the things that it talked about in there was was um, uh, that we were going to use it was it was a cross wire um, we were going to be using code enforcement for. Um, uh, fixing the ditches on Cambridge, and that that really is, is code enforcement for fixing the culverts for the existing roads that are being repaired this year. Um, but the only reason why I bring that up is just just a kind of a status check. One of the things that we had said that we were going to try to do, and I haven't haven't even brought this up, Cheryl, because I know you're doing a ton of stuff. But um, originally, we had said that we were going to shoot for um, the April meeting for uh, the beginning the process for the SAD for Cambridge for next year. 
Um, I didn't know if we had started on that or if, you know, we're, if, if we're still on target for that or we're going to move it back at all, just given all the other work that you have or whatever. But uh, I just wanted to make sure that that didn't slip through the cracks. So. No, we're working on the uh, initial communication with the residents. And I guess that's part of my question. Are we doing this one as an SAB or are we doing this as, as, a, as a direct billing as well? No, this, this one's definitely an SAD. So this, this, this was the one, just as a reminder, um, we were going to repave the, the segment uh, east of, uh, of, on Cambridge, east of Southfield to Lathrop Boulevard. Um, we were going to repave it this summer uh, and we were going to use that. If you remember this, the roads we picked this summer were roads that didn't have much of much at all of any ditch work that needed to be done given the late start. And we had this whole conversation a few, few months back, um, but we did, we, at that time we had, had chosen Cambridge because we wanted to do at least one SAD this year so that we kind of got used to the process because we're going to have more of them in year two and year three. And as Scott Ringler, who's on the call, I believe, and he can chime in if he has anything to add, um, as they got into the design um, so that we could get the SAD rolling for this year, uh, we found that there was a gas line that uh, consumers uh, wants to move, but they couldn't move, and it needs to be out of the way in order for them to do the ditching work, um, and consumers couldn't move it this summer, so they, they can move it in time for next summer's construction season. Um, but we had said that that we were still going to move forward with the SAD for this year, not not get it into effect, and so that until not get it into effect officially until after the tax season. So they, they're not hit with the tax bill this this summer, um, but they would get it next next summer as the construction is is starting. Um, but that but this this one on Cambridge, this is this is a, a, a much more major ditch project. Um, you know they have severe problems over there and there, and there, there's not an easy solution on that that particular street and part of the reason why we had started on that particular street was because those people had actually come to us or at least several of the residents on that street had come to us um requesting that we do something uh with them uh and and they've been talking to their neighbors so we figured that that would be the uh, a good place to start with a street that that's amenable to you know having their 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 issue taken care of knowing that it's going to cost some 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 money so okay so, yeah, good update. so i'll work with susie and scott in particular in regards to making certain we have all the dates and hearings and notices lined up regarding the sad for that area yeah, and I think Scott Ringler has the, you know, he's he's got the costs done, yes. I think, and and so it's just a matter of figuring out which houses it would be split between, which is I think there were twelve houses on that street. Um, now, relative yeah. to the work itself, we're only including the culverts, not the ditches. And that might be a Scott Ringler. Well, in this in this this particular case, it's the it's the it's the ditches that are being worked on. The actual ditch, building a whole, uh, you know, under drain. Um, you know, so, so their, their, their ditches, well, they'll still have a, 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 and Scott can correct me if I'm wrong, but they'll, they'll have a little bit of a ditch left, but a lot of it gets filled in with the process. Correct, Scott? That is correct. It'll be a very soft swale, but the ditches will generally be filled in with uh, eight inch under drain installed underneath the ditch going east and west. Can we get a comprehensive list of activities when, when these will start? Because obviously we'll have to communicate that to the residents and we also want to articulate it very well as you know as residents ask us right so 
I want to be able to speak to a list. Hey, Cambridge is going to start on this date. This is what we're going to do. Something like that. But that's possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, everything. Yeah. I mean, we can definitely do that. I mean, it's. I mean, the the, the as far as the the the. the Cambridge goes I mean it's a, it's a it's a prescribed process because the you know the SAD has to be done and there's steps and time ranges and you know right. certain number of days where things have to be done so that's all going to be on a very specific schedule okay I mean just a high yeah. level it doesn't have to be too yeah. detailed just whatever street date start time whatever yeah um ju just one last thing let me step back to the sidewalk um uh repair or um project just so I'm making this statement, just so the residents, um, you know, are clear, right? So the project, the sidewalk project, is not just for sidewalks that have heaved up blocks because of trees. It's also sidewalks that are damaged that can't, that need to be replaced as well. Correct? Okay. Correct. Just wanted to make that clear because that was a question that came up a couple of weeks ago, and I just want to. Obviously, it's going to come up with other people, so I want to capture it here. Yeah. So going back to the the SAD. So in this situation, unlike the sidewalks, we really aren't giving the residents an option to do it themselves because there's some specifics relative to the road project that'll have to be accommodated. Well, well, that that and it's a whole system. It's not right. You know, it's not just fix your culverting, you're done. You know, the ditches. You know, they're they're putting in tubes and making a, a swale and filling in the ditches, you know, filling in, you know, as Scott referred to it, a soft swale. I mean, this, it's a whole comprehensive system, system-wide project for that street. Well, as Scott knows, I say every day, I don't want to be a civil engineer, so. <laughs> well, a, a lot of good that does. He turned me into one. Susie's next. You took the words right out of my mouth, Scott. <laughs> Well, I know my weak point, so uh, keep it between the uh, four walls. So, <laughs> good. Tell me what you're what you're doing. <laughs> Anybody have anything else? Uh, just one other question. I know we uh, a few months ago we talked about getting a letter out to all the the, the businesses about uh, kind of the trash situation. I don't know if that's happened or not, but uh, hopefully we can make that happen because it's it's bad. I know Rami's been. I know Rami's been looking into some of the specific reports, but just in general, it's it's bad. I know it's end of winter, so it's thawing, and a lot of this stuff appears, but none of the businesses seem to really be doing anything about it. I'll remind him. I know he had um, worked out a gentleman's agreement to that. You know, he will wait until the snow melted, and hopefully, we're done with yeah. that for now. But it is yeah. Michigan. <laughs> but yeah. I'll, I'll ask him about getting back on that. I think that we need to have an overall um, visit again. I saw Rami out today, but I just noticed that there's a lot of uh, recycle cans, I guess I'll say more, that are in the driveways. Um, and I had the pleasure of watching animals go in and out of one of them because the top is still open. Um, not that it wouldn't happen in the backyard also, but um, in the front yard, in the front uh, driveway. Yeah. Just to, you know, reiterate with that. Um, anything else? 
seems like there was something else that I was going to bring up, but now I can't remember what it was. Oh, um, I haven't forgotten um, about the, I know that we, we, we don't want to talk about this. However, it is going to happen again. It is going to snow again at some point, and we need to figure out who is responsible for the sidewalks on um, 11 Mile because, and I do appreciate it, someone, you're responsible? Oakland County. The DDA. The DDA is going to be taking care of the sidewalks along the service drive. Um, yeah. Corey has been getting some some quotes and, and whatnot for that's good for that work um, that's good that's good news so we're on it we're on that it. is really good news because so, a lot of people walk that so uh, but originally when we talked about it that was um obviously got the direction you needed cheryl from oakland county mm -hmm. okay so by the time that the snow comes again next year we'll have everything in um next year at the end of this year excuse me um that that'll be in place so we'll have someone that is uh, going to take care of the or company that is my plan yes and i appreciate the um resident that kept me on my toes to remind me to ask about it even though we are going into the spring which you know doesn't hurt to kind of remind us if we have something that you would ask so no it's perfect um yeah. we're it's going to be rolled right into the uh, the budget stuff that the DDA is going to be working on for this this week and next so or next month. So, okay, perfect timing. Thank hey, you. Susie, can I send you some information on a resident that has a snow removal company? Yes, okay, I'll send that to you. All right, thank you. Okay, thanks. And before you go, I also want to remind the council members that um, you were sent the goals um, worksheet. So if you could look at it and yep. share your thoughts in advance of the meeting on Thursday, that would be helpful. Sure. So, um, yeah, of course we would do that. Uh, have you heard from um, Salim or Don? I did hear from um, Council Member Stallings and she indicated that she was not able to attend today's meeting. I have not heard from Council Member Siddiqui. I'm checking to see if I received any messages. I have she, oh, sorry, go ahead, Ian. No, go ahead. I said I haven't heard from Celine. Go ahead. I was just say, has, has she reached out to any of us uh, or anybody else in terms of keeping abreast of what's going on? I mean, it's been a lot of meetings. I know. I know there's some. I, I don't. Well, I think I think from what I heard, some of the past meetings, their health issues is why she's she's out. So obviously, excused absences. But um, you know, is, is she keeping in? touch with any of us madam mayor i hear from her occasionally okay i haven't heard from i mean i heard from her the first time that she was out but i have not heard anything else okay all right i have one thing that was on my list uh bruce this was one of the soft uh items so the culvert gardens obviously before you guys start your start those culvert projects have we are we reaching out to those residents that have those gardens uh well in, in right this this year there there really aren't any issues with that uh, okay. that'll be more, that'll be more of an issue for for years 2 and 3 when we get into um more substantial potentially more substantial uh, ditching projects okay um, 
and you know as as we said in the committee and recommended to council that in the recommendation that was accepted um you know those will be an administrative decision you know on a case-by-case -case basis because there really wasn't a way of you know coming up with a general rule for them because they're so varied you know there's a yeah, right way and a wrong yeah. way for those you know some people have gardens and they they impede the water flow because they're not done right whereas some people have gardens that were done right and are actually functioning well and um you know and again it's going to be a case-by-case -case basis there may be some that are functioning well but just based upon the way that the 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 whole system needs to be graded to make it work might have to be removed right. i mean again it's going to be a case-by-case -case basis yep i mean i would encourage that we at least send out some sort of notification saying if you have a desire to to plant a garden this summer in the culverts please do not here are the reasons why if we can do that i would appreciate that well that might be something to put in the um our town yeah yeah exactly thank you cheryl i see you're taking a note is that yeah, what you're writing yeah. down because yeah. i know it's coming i yeah. it's coming so i just well, want to cover it it's too late for the one that's going to be going out in april which is probably the one people will see before planting but we can do yeah. it the summer yeah yeah and we can do it through the e-newsletters yeah yep. that'd be a good way yeah that makes sense thanks nothing further for me thank you okay um i can give you all uh 14 public comment huh public comment Okay, public comment. Anyone in the public that would like to speak? <laughs> Any hands raised that I can't see? No hands raised, and I don't. No hands raised. Thank you, Kevin. Anything in the chat room? Okay, well, I can give you back 14 um, minutes or we can come up with other things to put on Cheryl's plate that will stress her out. Um, so it's totally up to you how you all would like to handle this 14 minutes. Cheryl, I have one quick question for you. Is the, is the link for the council meeting the same as the link for the same as the link that we use? Yes. Okay. No, I'm sorry. What link are you talking about? The agenda or the Zoom link? The Zoom link. It's a different link. Okay. Also, we do have to log out. We can't yeah. just walk in. No, but, but if, if a resident wants to hook into the Zoom meeting, can they use the same link that we do? Technically, it, it, yes, it's the same link. Okay. The information that's what, that's is the same, no matter yeah. if you're a council member or a resident. Got it. Thank you. Okay. On the, you know, one thing, um, there is a new group um, being formed and later, but I don't know if you all saw it, but it is, um, I don't want to say the wrong words, I forgot what it was. Um, I don't remember the exact name either. And you see, I'm pausing on the words because I know that <laughs> I don't want to be dinged on anything. So there's a new group that is going to be for um i know everybody's looking it up so i'm trying to stretch this out so someone will jump in there and say the name of it 
I know the group. It's uh, are you talking? Oh, here, here, here's here's what they, they wrote to me. It's this, forming a new social group for residents of Lather Village that identify with the LGBT LGBTQ thank you, thank community. You. <laughs> so yep. the reason why I stumble over that, I work for an organization that um, is very very uh, conscious of what words you use and so I am just trying to uh, be consciously correct. So yeah. there's a new social group that's um, people that either identify, I guess anyone can join the, L the LGBTQ group, which is actually, um, to me, it is rather exciting just to have a, another perspective, another um, social group. I don't believe that it costs anything to join. Are you reading it, Bruce? No, it's I, 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 it's just going to be a, it's a social group. So yeah, there's no cost there. So um, the one thing that um, just in the work that I do, I'm very learning a lot, is that uh, I reached out and said that perhaps you know uh, because it's new, and that we did celebrate diversity before within the uh, city, that we might want to really think about celebrating and acknowledging the LGBTQ community in June during their Pride Month. And so that's something that we might wanna, not might, we should talk with Chris about in um, perhaps even, um, which my brain, you all are gonna totally turn the cameras off as soon as I say this, but to have a, a, a Pride Parade, but then loop it in with um, the, uh, What's his name? Who did the costumes? Oh, Ralph. Uh, oh, Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. I thought that was just, you know, because, you know, anyway, that's my thoughts. Um, just put that little thought in your head. So, um, yeah. A good idea. I mean, let's let's think about it and talk about it some more. Well, at the present time, we aren't planning any large events yeah. or um, parades who knows how that I'm might change but i know right now we're not i'm conscious of it only because i know that we did do a gathering um in front of the uh police station uh, i think i was part of what group was that uh ian you remember we had the speeches and things like that oh man my brain's mush blm I thought it was I thought it was black, black lives, lives matter. matter. It was I think. A, it was, it was a couple of groups. There was a couple of groups. That's one of them, but my brain's mush today. Well, all right. So um I'll ask again if there's any public comments right now. Otherwise, um I'll meet you all in the next room, the next Zoom room. All right. No public comments. All right. I will Zoom you later. All righty. See you in a few minutes. Okay. See you later.